Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of the 99th week of the You Thought Sport podcast. We are <clears throat> really getting there. Uh, come back next week for our big 100th show. Um, it's, yeah, a lot of special things planned. Have we planned them yet? Not really, but they will be. But, we'll uh, get there. Will, yeah, we'll you get won't there. know the difference. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, but we're going to focus on the NFL in this episode. We're going to start out, per usual, with the news we missed um, to start out with the the most important stuff. Um, the NFL, as it always does, showed off its absolute best to London with a Jets-Falcons yeah. matchup. Um, Zach Wilson was on his best behavior. He only threw one interception, um, okay. so he really wanted to impress the Brits. Uh, we really showed them what American football is and you know, <laughs> um, the, the peak Cream of, of the it. Crop. Um, exactly. So, uh, yeah, you're welcome, Britain. Um, <laughs> Moving on to some other action from last week. We had a pretty wild game between the Packers and Bengals, where I think um, towards the end of regulation, there were five straight kicks that were missed, I think. An extra point by Mason Crosby. Then both both kickers, um, Crosby and McPherson, is it? Um, missed a kick at the end of extra time, at the, at the end of regulation, and then both missed one in overtime before finally Mason Crosby converted on a, I think like a 45, like not an easy field goal to finally win the game with like two minutes left or so. Um, but it was a, it was a pretty dramatic one to watch. Um, so congrats Mason Crosby for winning that kicking rivalry. Well done. And uh, yeah, moving on. We got Jags have now lost 20 games in a row officially. Oh. dating back to uh, last season so a, a nice record they got going i think the the like nfl record i believe is like 25 or 26 i think so yeah well, we'll see the browns yeah it feels like it the browns it might be someone else it really yeah. does feel like it's the browns but i think it's a non-browns team shockingly enough and yeah we'll see if urban myers jags can can make it to that record um, yeah, more plenty more Urban Meyer news this week with his team. Did y'all see when uh, his team huddled up or like at practice and they like broke on like grind? They were like on three, <laughs> one, two, three. Grind. <laughs> I didn't see that. That's pretty good. Though. I didn't see that either. In the video, like they're like clearly laughing. But anyway, <laughs> so was Urban, Urban Meyer involved in that, so, or were they like laughing? At I don't him? think so. It was oh, okay. just during practice, oh, was and it didn't seem like he was in the huddle. <laughs> Um, so yeah, still still rough times for Urban Meyer. Um, and finally, closing out with the biggest news, I think it was today, um, John Gruden resigned after a bunch of emails came out. First, there were a couple emails that leaked um, where he was, you know, referring to racial stereotypes when talking about the um, uh, president of the NFLPA. Then there are homophobic comments and misogynistic comments, and he officially <clears throat> resigned today. It seems like the NFLPA is currently pressing, I guess it's Washington football team, to release all the emails that were like in this in this leak. So who knows who else will be brought down by this. How but, dumb but yeah, do yeah. you have to be I, to I send know. things from your ESPN email and believe that you will not be found out because of it? I used to work at a bank, and one of the first things they said to me was, we can see your email. And they didn't have to say anything <laughs> to me because I knew I worked for a corporate office. So it's like, yeah, you can see my email. It's not, I'm not, it's not at my personal Gmail account. It was at, I'm not going to say the name of the bank. It was at the bank's name.com. So, I mean, it's like, it's like, of course you can see your email. He sent in 
racist and homophobic things. He's sending naked pictures of cheerleaders. It's like, dude, what oh do you think goodness. was going to happen? Oh, my God. Yeah. He's yeah, treating like, his, he's all three emails. offline. Yeah. yeah. Why, why it says all these offensive things on his personal <laughs> account. So good for Wyatt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, it's just so Maybe. stupid. I mean, like, it's awful. It's racist. It's homophobic. But it's just like, to add on top of it, it's just like, come on. I saw somebody online. I forget. Somebody, like, prominent is, like, he's always had the energy of a used car salesman who didn't think there would be any consequences <laughs> to his actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think and, like, this Keyshawn. just, like, proves yeah. it. Yeah. So... Lucas with the, with the the energy metaphors today. I know. <laughs> I Use mean, them twice. <laughs> he does have that energy though, and I don't know. Uh-huh. A used car salesman. I feel like once they get off track and start talking about like politics and stuff, you're like, oh god, <laughs> what what's coming next? Um, anyway, but I also saw someone say that the Raiders are probably very happy this happened in a sense because like they had that awful ten year contract with him, and they were probably mm-hmm. happy to have a reason to fire him without a huge PR mess. Which without a huge PR mess, like in the sense that them them firing him is (laughs) not being like you know criticized by anybody. Yeah, like they seem justified in doing it. Yeah, I've heard uh, Doug Peterson, the Raiders. Oh boy, (laughs) Eric Bieniemy. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, I think this is his chance. Mm -hmm. No, I love it. It's it's within the division though. So would he do that? I don't know if he would. Why wouldn't he? Do coaches do that? I mean, after the year. Yeah, everybody like, does. That's it. reasonable, right? Oh, I yeah. don't know. If, yeah. Okay. I don't know. What's loyalty? Why would it, why would nah, nah. They do that with players. Like, they don't want to trade them yeah. within the division or within the conference, even. So, I don't know. I, I, feel didn't like, know, if I don't know. I feel like the energy around that is shifting, whereas people now don't necessarily care as much. Uh, I think he's been trying to find a job, a head coach job for so long, they would be happy yeah. to see him go. But yeah, that's true. I don't know. True. He's going to USC. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) but moving into our first topic, we're five games into the NFL season now. Things are finally starting to to really take shape. Who's good? Who's bad? We're going to go through and draft the top 10 teams in the league. We're going to the draft order is going to start out with Bart. He gets the the first overall pick in the 2021 uh, You Thought Sport NFL draft. So congrats, Bart. It's a big moment for you. The, the ping pong balls bounced in your favor today. <laughs> for me, for me, it's, I don't know if this is a hot take or not. I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, it's pretty Pretty clear. lukewarm. Pretty okay. lukewarm. <laughs> Potentially <laughs> freezing cold. They're not, the undefeated, they're not the undefeated Cardinals, but yeah, I mean, they have the best scoring offense and best scoring defense in the league. Josh Allen is playing like an MVP. <clears> They've had two shutouts already within just five games. They're rolling. Their first loss against the Steelers was just weird, I think. So they're clearly, I think they are going to be a terrifying team to play for anybody moving forward. They finally got the Chiefs monkey off their back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good choice. Yep. Support that. Wyatt, number two. Number two. In in light of getting the Chiefs monkey off your back, I'm going to go with the Chargers, who showed every bit of excellence over this last weekend. Justin Herbert had five total touchdowns on the day, but he threw for four. Um, I put it. We put it on our Instagram as well he just kind of racked up yards he showed exactly the quarterback who we thought he was going to be uh, after the end of last year and he looks like the mvp as well as um you know josh allen so you have mvp MVP quarterback and brandon saley give him his credit the defense looks great he has a clear understanding of scoring timing and uh, game management and all that stuff like that they're clicking on all cylinders 
Yeah, those are those are my first two picks. Actually, I'm picking third, and I'm gonna go the Arizona Cardinals. I think you got to give respect to the five and zero team there. I I kind of think the Rams potentially might be better, but then the Cardinals beat them, so head to head. So I was like, okay, I have to put the Cardinals in front. I think there. So <clears throat> yeah, third is Cardinals. They I think they also have arguably the other MVP candidate with Kyler Murray right now. So mm-hmm. kind of competing with uh, Josh <clears throat> Allen. So yeah. <clears throat> Well, you alluded to number four in your uh, discussion of number three, and it's the LA Rams. Um, they did just lose out to the Cardinals, but I think it's honestly a blip on the radar. I think they're maybe one of, if not the most talented teams in the NFL. Um, their defense is probably the most talented. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. The running game has been excellent. They've got top 10 arm talent. Matt Stafford, they looked really good against the Seahawks. Um, and I think they bounce back from that Cardinals loss, and I think they'll be more than fine throughout the rest of the season. So I'll go Rams fourth. Yep. Yeah, I'm going with Bucks fifth. I think, yeah, <laughs> defending Super Bowl championship, champion, excuse me. Tom Brady does not age. He still looks fantastic. Like last week, he was, his stats were ridiculous. Uh, their one loss was to the Rams at this point, um, which is a pretty respectable one. Uh, they've blown out a couple teams, like the Dolphins are solid and um, Falcons and whatnot. So I think it's, yeah, the, the Bucks still look good. They still look like they'll be a contender. Yeah. Well, at six, I don't know if this, <laughs> this one might cause some heat in, on this podcast, but Uh-oh. I'm going with the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Dang, I, wanted to be uh, the, I wanted to be the one to say that. I, yeah. <laughs> you were supposed to save that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I actually, I had them higher than that, but uh, it's fine. They beat, they beat, well, because I like the transitive property, they beat the team that we listed second, the Chargers. So I think that's a valid claim to have them above the Chargers. But keeping the MVP candidate train rolling, Dak is playing super well this year. Their defense isn't all that good, but their offense is really, what? really good this year. So. What? Trayvon Diggs has more interceptions than 27 other teams, or he did. Oh, today, today I learned that there's there's one player on the defense. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. They take they take the ball You're away. Right. Uh, yeah, but the the key thing is points against, and they're not they're middling in that. So, anyways, I digress. Look, Cowboys at six. I I'm gonna give the Cowboys their credit because I debated picking the Cowboys depending on who Bart picked. And I said before that if Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, and all of their players and Mike McCarthy, and they do everything correctly, they have a really good chance to be one of the best teams in the NFL and win a Super Bowl. And right now, Trayvon Diggs and Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper and Micah Parsons are all painting out very well. C.D. Lamb has left a little bit to be desired. Ezekiel Elliott has done really well. The only reason... Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. They still have Mike McCarthy as their head coach. And I'm not going to exactly jump off uh, off of the hate bandwagon, but I'm going to give them their credit. I would have put them at seven if, if Bart didn't pick them at six. But the team that's going to follow them are, is going to be the Baltimore Ravens, who had one of the greatest second halves of football we've seen in a while. Lamar Jackson had the greatest game of his career. Um, Marquise Brown, who I kind of was very down on going into this year, has shown a lot. Of course, Mark Andrews is in there. And when you think about a team who going into the year lost – their first two running backs, their rookie wide receiver who's now on IR and has managed to go four and one and compete at the level they have, it's it's outstanding. And I think that if we're talking about MVP candidates, you know, on the outside looking in or maybe at the very edge of it, it's Lamar Jackson who just put on an amazing performance last night. Yeah. 
for sure. Those are all good picks. So far, everybody that's been picked was on my list. With the eighth pick, I'm going with the Green Bay Packers. Um, the Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams connection is still pretty unstoppable, to be honest, and like maybe the most surefire fantasy t- thing other than Travis Kelsey I was talking with Wyatt about. So that's uh, obviously a good connection. But even then, that's not really the strength of their team right now. It's actually their defense was a sixth-ranked best defense in yards allowed. Um, so, yeah, I think overall it's pretty solid. It's, it's kind of like the Bills and um, – I guess the Bills are the counterpart I was thinking of, where they had kind of an anomaly in their first week, and now they're they're playing pretty solid. Like obviously, tough game with the Bengals, but they're they're winning those games, so I think that warrants a top ten for them at number eight. Yeah, from Jared's blue collar team, we're gonna go to another blue collar <laughs> team, and that is the Cincinnati Bengals, um, yeah. um, who I think they have a legit shot uh, winning the division this year. They've lost twice, but they've been by a combined total of six points. The defense is playing really well. They haven't allowed more than 25 points in a game this year. The Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase connection looking elite. So I think as long as Joe Burrow stays healthy, they're in a really good position this year. Yeah. Even despite that they've dropped two games. But I still put them as a top 10. No pressure, Aiden. This is a controversial pick here. Yeah, it yeah, is. <laughs> I'm nervous now. Um, <laughs> I did not expect Bengals at nine. I respect it, though. Um, I considered Browns with this, but I'm going with the team that beat them week one. I'm going with the Chiefs, a two and three Chiefs team. They're just Whoa. too dangerous to write off at this point as not a top 10 team. Their defense, uh, their defense is defense terrible. Obviously, has looked terrible. Yes, it has looked terrible. But they still have Patrick Mahomes who can carry a team if he really is on. And he hasn't totally been on in a lot of games this year. Also, they've had tough games so far. They beat the Browns week one. They lost to the Ravens, obviously, by a point in the second week. They lost to the Chargers, the number two team, um, as the the Youth Out Sport podcast says, um, beat the Eagles, lost to the Bills. So they've lost to the Ravens, Chargers, and Bills, who are potentially the three best teams in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm-hmm. and they're all pretty close games. The The Monday night game was, or the um, Bills-Chiefs game um, this week was was less was less close. But I, I would still not want to play the Chiefs in the playoffs. I still think they have a good shot of getting out of the division since I think the Broncos are going to fall to some degree. Um, and I think the Raiders might too. So they're, they're my number 10. I was between Bengals and Chiefs for the last one. I just don't think you can write them off considering they've lost to, the, for, like you said, the, probably the three best teams in the AFC at this point, And some of them have been close. So. Right, like um, things will get easier to some degree. They play upcoming... It's not super like their division's tough in the first place, but they got the Washington football team, the Titans, and the Giants next three weeks. Those are three winnable games that I would still have them as the favorite in. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. For what it's worth, my top five were drafted ex- in the exact same order that our our top five were drafted in the same exact order I had, and then every other team, other than the Browns, was the only team I wrote, wrote down that didn't make it in. Probably, so. probably the same as well. Although I, I agree, I respect the Bengals pick at nine. Uh, yeah, they're so. in the conversation. They're probably eleven, but I mean, when you go from nine to eleven, it's not that controversial. Yeah. 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 I don't know about I, the I'm Chiefs not, pick though. <laughs> I don't know about yeah. that. Yeah. They I'm are. They do have yeah, like yeah. a bunch of talent, obviously, but um, 
it's all on the offensive side right now. And they only sign offensive free agents. Yeah. Josh Gordon, let's get him. Josh Gordon's going <laughs> to turn him around. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, there, so, there um, does have to be yeah. a level of concern considering that it's like, does it get any better at all from here? If a player drops the ball or maybe so. they just kind of want, lost game, like let's let the Detroit Lions have lost, I don't know, maybe all of their games to last second field goal. <laughs> Is what it feels like. <laughs> Those games where it's like, you know, it's tough and we lose right at the end, it happens, that kind of thing. With the Chiefs, and not saying that they look terrible, but the de- defensively, they are like the 31st ranked defensive team in the league. Yeah. And it's like, where and at any level do we get better? And there's still time for to trade and do all that other stuff. First round picks are nothing to them, but um and what what's what's gonna be the savior of this defense? Because it's Tyron Matthew playing by himself on the defensive side <laughs> and not even, you know, Chris Jones or I think it's Frank Clark are, are like really kind of showing any signs of, of, you know, prowess. It's like the corners are terrible. Linebackers are terrible. It's just, it's tough to believe that they're going to turn this around to a Super Bowl. Well, hey, they, yeah, they could have drafted yeah. Jeremiah Owusu-Koromo and look what happened. Who do they draft them saying? Tell them. I don't know. Some like, well, every, or something. Every team in the league could have had. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime a team falters this season, Jared's going to be like, you know what? They're they losing could have. It's true. I was going to say the one weird thing I saw on Twitter is that the Chiefs last year had 16 total turnovers, which was like tied for fifth best. And they are already at 11 this year, which is mm-hmm. tied for the worst. Mm-hmm. So that is one thing that might help the defense improve is, is if the offense can literally just stop sucking. <laughs> and I say that obviously yeah. tongue in cheek because it's still really good. But yeah, that's it's like a weird thing. Mahomes is not usually somebody you think of as yeah. throwing a lot of picks. And he's done that a few times, and they're really loose at the ball for some reason as well. I'm sure they'll clean that up. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what? I was, they actually, the Chiefs actually did not have a pick in the first round, it looks like. So maybe they didn't have a chance to draft him. (laughs) 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 I don't know where they drafted him in the next round. That's on them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So they they had a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm not personally sold on the Chargers at two. I had done that like five or something. The Chargers have won one game this year by more than a possession or by more than a touchdown they beat the Raiders by 14 points last year we talked about this in the past the Chargers have been historically unlucky previously in that they lost close games this year they're winning close games which is great um and they've had a bunch of tough opponents in their defense they've had the Cowboys the Chiefs the Browns the Raiders Washington football team all pretty good um but I'm not sold yet. I feel like they haven't had like a, a dominant win. They're all super close. And their coaching decisions in the last like two minutes or so are terrible. And they've gotten they? really lucky. Yeah. yeah Going for it on fourth down with Justin Herbert, no, they there, pay off. There is no, I, I'm not talking about fourth down. I'm talking about like like time management stuff. I think it was yeah. two weeks ago where they like where they decided to um like score or try to go for it despite the fact that they could have, like, run out the clock and essentially, like, just won the game based on that. And I think last week yeah. there was the same kind of thing where they or they got pushed into, into the end zone. Austin Eckler yeah, um, yeah, got right. pushed yeah. into the end zone when they should have just, like, gone down, um, like, at the line of scrimmage to avoid giving the ball back. Um, and in both cases, they haven't gotten burned for it. Well, Cleveland they probably should have gotten burned at least once for it. What? They put the yeah, Cleveland pushed it, him into the end zone because they I think wanted. I saying they they should have known that was going to happen because Cleveland that was the right move. 
was to push him into that end zone because otherwise they weren't getting the ball back and they would have just kicked a field goal to win the game. I don't, Justin Herbert right now is just in a territory of Mahomes, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, where if you were yeah. to end a game and you were to say, let's, uh, we, he's going to get the ball back with 45 seconds left, you would believe he'd get them in position to at least win that game. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, anyway, that's, yeah, so that's our opinions on who is the best in the NFL at this moment. Any Anyone who didn't make the cut that should have made it, besides, I guess, we just, the Browns didn't make it, so we've discussed that they potentially could have. Anyone want to throw another team out there? Seattle? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> With Geno Smith, yeah. I think yeah. from, from mm-hmm. 12 to 20, it's kind of mixed. Yeah. 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 Anyways, moving on to our last segment for the day. A trend over the past year or so has been that NFL QBs no longer just kind of stay quiet and frustrated with the the teams that drafted them and, you know, stay there forever kind of thing. We've seen Aaron Rodgers push back on the Packers this year. Seems like he'll probably be leaving after this year, um, barring some, you know, come to Jesus moment. Russell Wilson also seemed like he was going to jump ship at some point. And we've got a bunch of young, talented QBs in the league who may or may not be able to overcome the dysfunction that their franchises have or uh, may or may not want to stay. So the rules of the segment are that we're going to have one person lay out how many years they think some QB, some young QB, will stay with their current team. Uh, And then person two will say whether that prediction is too high, too low, um, or just right. So we're going to start out with Joe Burrow, um, our boy from the ninth best team in the league. <laughs> Wyatt, how many more years is Joe Burrow going to be on the Bengals for? Uh, 12 plus, because then he'll retire uh, at that point. He's an older quarterback. Uh, they're giving him everything he wants. They draft, When they drafted him the same year, they drafted T. Higgins. They made sure that he had a weapon. Uh, he wanted to see if he could work with A.J. Green. They kept him around. Didn't work out. He said, all right, let him go. They wanted, when it became time to draft, they drafted Jamar Chase instead of Panay Sewell, who still, by the way, Panay Sewell has not caught a touchdown this year. So <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he also probably hasn't allowed a sack. I feel like that's true. I don't think, I mean, Jamar Chase hasn't allowed a sack either. So. Well, there you go. That's uh, a good point, Wyatt. Regardless, they're giving him everything he wants. Zach Taylor seems to be, I mean, their defense seems to be pretty, pretty good. Him and Zach Taylor seem to be on a good page. Um, they're playing great football at the right, right now. You don't get uh, ninth in the youth thought rankings for nothing. So as long as they continue this, and it seems like they're going to, why would you leave and go anywhere else? I think 12 might be a bit high, oh. but maybe just a bit. I, I'm with you. I think, I think Burrow is liking it there, and he seems like he fits in with the culture. The kind of Midwest, the blue collar vibe, as we've discussed. Um, I actually, the one thing I would push back on is I was reading an article by PFF actually, where Zach Taylor apparently is actually not that, doing a great job of coaching the passing game. Uh, they were saying that the Bengals might actually regress a lot this year because he's not really utilizing Joe Burrow correctly. 
But the point being that Joe Burrow is not going to be the problem. I think he's going to last a lot longer than Zach Taylor will there. But, I, yeah, I think 10 to 12 years seems pretty reasonable for that. If they fire J- uh, Zach Taylor, Joe Brady, I'm calling right now. They're passing game coordinator from LSU. He's out there. Yeah. He's out there. He is alive. I saw this, uh, this like, <laughs> thumbnail for the Pat McAfee show. That was like, is Joe Burrow gonna is Joe Burrow gonna die being but while he still plays for the Bengals because he's getting hit so much and like he had a throat contusion like this week and like tore his ACL <laughs> like last year like he's getting beat up there he got sacked like ten times in the first two games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something that's the trade off for not taking Panay Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's yeah. Not, but, yeah. <laughs> okay, Wyatt, we're going back to you again. Justin Herbert, how many more years? Fifteen. Because then he'll retire. (laughs) They have, they're the number two ranked team in the youth thought rankings. He is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And maybe, maybe I'll bump it down to 14 with a chance that he kind of does what Tom Brady and Phillip Rivers and uh, did where they, they finished out the last of their career uh, with somebody else. But he's, Again, they have a chance to win this. They're going to win this division, I'm pretty sure. They have a chance to win a Super Bowl. They have all the pieces around him. They drafted a, a left tackle to protect him, and they're giving him. They're doing everything they can to make this team better. They hire a young head coach. Uh, they have good pieces on the defensive side of the ball. It's like everything for the Chargers is lined up perfectly for them to actually compete for the long term, same way the Chiefs are. And if you're in that situation, why would you? Why would you leave? point yeah i mean i totally agree i think he's there for life essentially he hasn't made there their contender they set the team up around him i think it would take something really crazy for him to leave um so i think you're just about right with 15 years you know till, till the end of his career <laughs> quarterbacks are playing till they're old now tom yeah, brady true. maybe yeah. yeah maybe it's more than 15 15 plus 30 <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we've already covered two sophomore QBs. We're going to go to a rookie, Trevor Lawrence. Lucas, how many years with the Jags? Say three to four. What? I think think he's either going to play it. So his rookie contract's four years. (laughs) Um, I think there's a chance he just dips after the rookie contract. Um, Or I think, I don't know, maybe he'll be traded if it becomes evident that he's not going to re-sign in the year before. So I think three to four years. There are two things that are clear with Trevor. He's a generational talent, and that that generational talent is going to be wasted in Jacksonville, um, an organization which is a complete mess. We've hinted at it. They lost 20 straight games with a coach that's embroiled in scandal and clearly has no idea what he's doing. The organization is just breeding dysfunction, and I think <laughs> once he reaches year three and four, he's going to be like, you know what? I need out. So I think, yeah, three to four years, he's gone. Wow. I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm gonna say it's a little low, just because I think like looking at the past past rookie quarterbacks who were taken first overall, yeah. uh, most of them end up staying lo- longer than four years. I think like Jamarcus Russell literally just left the NFL because <laughs> he was so bad that was three years, and then Bradford <laughs> only lasted with I think it was the Rams for four years. Everybody else lasts longer. I think what's much more likely is that they will end up getting rid of Urban Meyer. I think everybody is probably expecting that at this point. And they will end up landing on some picks, yada, yada, yada. And they're actually not going to be that bad. I think he's probably just going to be tempted with a re-signed contract 
Uh, and like another max contract kind of thing. That's not a thing in the NFL, but you know what I mean. Another really big yeah. deal. And they're going to be able to keep them around just because they won't be god-awful in two years. They might not be great, but I think most likely they're not going to be so bad that he's literally already going to make the decision that he's not going to stay there. So I would say closer <laughs> to like six or eight, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, like even even in the NBA, like star rookies almost always sign with, re-sign with their uh, original teams if they're a star. <laughs> So I don't know. Mostly. That'd be pretty crazy. Not many, <laughs> not many stars play for the Jackson. Yeah, ball. that's true. <laughs> Fair point. Look yeah. at Gardner Minshew. He's yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and again, pick, all love Minshew. to the people of Jacksonville. Great city, but I bad football. Great city. Uh, I don't know why. My favorite out. city. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, moving on to some elite talent, Lamar Jackson, Jared. How many more years? Yeah, I'm saying 30 plus. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. He's gonna he's gonna retire there though. I think. On Lamar's side, I looked at that. I I think this is a, somewhat of a factor. He stayed with the college that he ended up signing with on signing day. Like he didn't transfer anything. And like, not every franchise is going to produce six reigns like Brady's Pats. Like I, I that'd be pretty impressive if Lamar Jackson did that again. Though I guess I wouldn't be surprised in a way. But the Ravens don't really have a history of mismanagement. They're generally a pretty solid franchise, like two Super Bowl wins since 2000. I, I didn't look at this, but not, not many. I'm sure not many teams have done that, to be honest. And their only bad quarterback decision I can remember was paying Joe Flacco after the Super Bowl win, basically. <laughs> Other than that, like they they seem to treat their players pretty well. Good coach, good ownership, it seems like. Um, so, yeah, I think he'll retire there. I'm going to say that that's too high. I think that I'm a bit worried always for mobile quarterbacks that oh. I think their their shelf life at some point runs out. And Lamar has been a very impressive passer this year, um, more so than usual. So so maybe he's kind of turning that around. He's also has not been super injury prone right during his Ravens tenure at this point. So maybe this is you know alarmist. Uh, but I do worry about guys who do re- like rely a lot on their you know athletic ability on their running ability potentially getting worse as they get older and then maybe moving on to be a, a backup for another team or a, you know mm. kind of guy who's in the um in the rotation for a an, an okay nfl team i think that's still pretty far off i don't think that's soon for lamar uh but i don't think he's going to retire as a raven personally mm. those are good points yeah so then where does he go in <laughs> eight years from now I yeah know. exactly <laughs> I, i'm not sure <laughs> i'm not sure yet <laughs> to some bad team who needs a you know a, needs a solid veteran quarterback exactly yeah, the, yeah. he'll go to yeah, the jets yeah. um or you know um maybe to the trevor lawrence list jags who knows yeah. um, but it's true we're gonna close out with kyler murray uh, a common mvp pick at the moment um, and yeah, he's, he's currently under contract through next season with an option for 2023, you know, per, per usual. I think he's, you know, the, the four-year rookie contract kind of thing. Um, but, but given how good the Cardinals have been, um, and given that it seems like he's in a pretty good situation with Cliff is obviously a, a very offensive minded coach, um, and seems like the right fit for Kyler, at least at the moment. Um, and Kyler also relies a bit on his mobility. He, you know, Pass for uh, or rushed for over 800 yards last year so this might be hypocritical to say that uh he has a longer shelf life than lamar jackson uh but i, I think he's there for like 
at least eight or nine more years, to be honest. I, I don't think he's going to get a Mahomes deal, a 10-year deal. Uh, but I think if they keep up what they're doing this year, he's going to get like a, a seven or eight-year deal um, going forward and will be there for a while. I think he's going to get something kind of serious. Okay. I guess depending seven or eight more years, I think that's too high. Then I said he's going to be a Cardinal for eight years. So looking looking back in college, he he committed to A and M at first, then transferred to Oklahoma. So he's willing to move if it's not a good situation for him. I think like Cam Newton, he stayed at Carolina. I think around nine years, so you get like another generational talent. Andrew Luck retired after six seasons because the situation wasn't right there. I would not be shocked if Kyler Murray's like this would be like one of the biggest like qb moves in a while like the same with like the deshaun watson situation you don't you pretty much never see that where a young quarterback is like i i'm i'm leaving right so i think kyler murray eight years as a cardinal and then he might be looking for another uh situation is he looking for another situation because he's on the outs with the cardinals or just because he wants to because he's on the outs with the Cardinals. Like, like, in that, I'm not sold. I'm with Wyatt, and I'm not sold as Cl- with Cliff uh, Kingsbury as a co- as a long-term coach. Yeah. And then maybe they bring in a sec- second option, and then that doesn't work. Then he might be like, you know, I just need a new start. <clears throat> we'll see. And we're going to close today with, if you've been following us the past couple weeks, we always <laughs> make our picks for Thursday night football. And we're going we're gonna to keep that up this week. We got a, a big Bucks versus Eagles game. On Thursday night should be exciting. Tom Brady versus equal and Jalen Hurts. Mm, the next and Tom Brady. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Tom Brady to be. Um, and we're going to start out with Lucas, who has a bit of a, um, who has a horse in this race, we will say. What is your score prediction for the Bucks eagles game and why? Well, I have a losing horse. Because the <laughs> are, are going to win. The Buccaneers are going to win 33-20. The Eagles defense was better this past week. They beat the Panthers. But the offense is still really hit or miss. The Bucks are the Bucks. I mean, like, it's no, it's not going to be much of a contest. I think the Eagles might stick around for a quarter or so or put on some points in garbage time. But ultimately, the Bucks are a much better team. And the Eagles are still struggling to find their identity under Nick Sirianni. Hurts has been hit or miss. No real reason to think they'll put up a fight. So, 33-20, Bucks. Wyatt um, I just agree with everything that he said uh, you, you get number 5 in the top rankings um, <clears throat> Eagles not even ranked so I'm going 36-17 for the Bucks okay. yeah. uh, Eagles win no, I'm kidding yeah Bucks <laughs> <laughs> no. no way okay Bart uh yeah, I also think the Bucks are clearly the better team. I don't know, like the the Eagles seem like they could keep it close if their cards fell right, but I'm gonna say it's gonna be more like the Cowboys game. So my score is thirty four twenty one Bucks. Okay, I'm gonna say that the Bucks have an off game. I think the Bucks were semi inconsistent during like last regular season at least. They they've been solid so far, uh, but I, I think you know maybe the Eagles seize on the fact that they had a, a solid win against an upstart Panthers team last week. Uh, so I'm going to say 24-21 Eagles. Oh, I love it. I know. Bold. That means after this week, nobody, there will only be one person that is undefeated after this week. So that's Ooh. that's exciting. Me? Oh, cool. Yeah, um, either in or Bart. 
For me, I'm going Bucks 35-13. I was wrong about the Seahawks last week, so I got to go with the safe pick. I tried to be bold last week. Uh, but yeah, I think it's not going to be particularly close, actually. The Eagles' offense is kind of limited, and Brady's is like cruising right now. So yeah, 35-13 Bucks. Yeah. Brady honestly looks right. better than he did last regular season. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I, it's crazy. I don't understand how these things work, but. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe by next episode we'll figure out. And if you want to hear on our 100th episode how Tom Brady makes it work every year, then be sure to tune in. Uh, we'll be on SoundCloud, we'll be on Spotify, and Apple Podcasts for you to listen. Um, and you can get lots of good other content on our social media, specifically Instagram, but we're also on Twitter and on TikTok. So follow along, enjoy it, and we'll see you for number 100 next week. <laughs>